Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Shake-up, anything can happen. You can adjust yourselves accordingly. But uh, to uh, open the night up with Shane McMahon and Stephanie uh, describing the Superstar Shake-up and having Mike Rome basically introduce Shane as best in the world. Snooze fest. Sammy Zayn <laughs> having moments, you know, during Moment of Bliss. I, I just... There's a lot of things going on, folks. It feels like a parallel universe for Monday Night Raw. I will get into later discussions here later on in the discuss later on in the show. Sorry, my bad. Words are kind of uh, <clears throat> escaping my mouth right now. You get what I mean, folks. See, okay, the reason why I feel it's a cluster is because. There's a lot of changes. No, that's not it. Yes, that is it. Changes is in the fact that Lacey Evans faced off with Natalia tonight, and she won the right to go face, you know, Becky Lynch for the championship, the Raw championship. For the love of Christ, we're not going to cut right to off the rails uncensored. And, you know, um, 
I'm not going to segue into it right away because that's just going to give – you don't want to give all the way – all the treats away before, you know, with all the trick-or-treaters go, don't you? You want to save the best, like the Reese's and the Snickers and the Hershey's and all the good chocolate for later. God damn it, now I made myself hungry. Okay, <clears throat> so here's what I'm trying to tell you, folks. As much as I would love to stay positive about the, <clears throat> the I get what they're doing is an understatement. I don't, um, I just, I don't understand what they are doing, and it's nothing to do with. Well, I can't believe that. These people that came from SmackDown Live, such as Andrade, seeing all this, they all went over. All the champions got pinned, and the War Raiders got changed to the Viking Experience. Now, to me, okay, I'll get to that later, like I said, during my what feels like an hour-long rant. rant. It's an off-the-rails and censored Monday edition of WrestleRadio Network. So if they notice, just, you know, just to entertain moi, I noticed that um, there's several things that went on tonight on tonight's show on Monday Night Raw that made me think I must speak on this because I normally don't keep my trap shut because if I do, I will explode, and that <clears throat> that would not be good for any of my co-hosts. Which I'm gonna let you all in on a little secret. I see you, Granny. I see you listening, dear. How's it going? Well, hello, B-Train. How are you? I'm good. I haven't spoken, or I have not spoke to you since last Tuesday, I believe. That's right. I just <laughs> wanted to call in and listen to your show that you do on Monday night. I'm Granny's having a hard time going to sleep, and I've been I've had oh. a busy weekend and getting ready to move my son to Springdale this week, and I wanted to meet your lovely co-host that helps you on Monday nights. Yes, folks, this is history in the making. This is kind of impromptu. You see, <laughs> I have two lovely ladies, one that's known me for 17 years, and one that's known me for almost a full year, um, Granny Holkster from Arkansas. She is secretly in the chapter of Closeted Arkansas Raider Nation. And she no, 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 B-Train, don't go there. Don't go there. She's in the chapter of Closet Yankee Fam. Now, see? No, I, no, uh, absolutely not. Don't believe body. him. Don't believe him, Lady <laughs> Lynn. He's lying. He He's delusional. <laughs> He needs to go take his medication. He's being delusional again. I am a Chiefs fan and a Royals fan. Don't let him tell you any difference. Well, Granny's other favorite team beat her Royals tonight. You know, I mean, well, not her Royals, but Granny also claims to be a Chicago White Sox fan. You see, fans? No, no, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. See, Lady Lynn, I like to throw surprises. I like to throw surprises out to B Train, and B Train had no idea that I was calling in tonight just to listen to this show. So you know, he had no idea that I was calling in. So this was a surprise for him. This was quite a surprise for me too. I have to say. 
it's a pleasure to finally get to know you, Granny Hulkster. Well, it's a pleasure to get to know you too. <laughs> and see, and see, you know, he 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 is B Train is a blessed man right now, fans, because he has two lovely ladies on the radio with him tonight. So he's a blessed man. Yes, yes, I am, folks, because, like I said, Granny came uh, onto the show like last April because I needed to fill a void. Lady Lynn was a fill-in for Mondays because I haven't, like I said, I shaped the show in this direction, and we're going to keep on track, folks, with some wrestling. So the six-man tag, AJ Styles is now officially on Raw. So... It is a good shakeup, but it also I'm going to touch on this nicely. If WrestleMania 35 was the bait for WWE to allow us to get real in <clears throat> and just you make it up for lost time, because I believe Granny, I got when that two of the writers stepped down from SmackDown Live. Everyone reads the and their mother reads the dirt sheets around podcasting. So that means. Is it going to change the uh, outlook on SmackDown Live? I don't know, folks. I'm not a part of creative. If I'm answering any questions on Instagram, which you are asking me if I think SmackDown Live is just going to be reverse of tonight, um, I don't know. To be to be quite honest with you, um, I feel Lenny is that your okay? Is that your first name, Lenny? Okay, cool. So to answer your question, dude, they book how they want to book, and I'm going to stay out of that aspect because tonight's show, as I was trying to continue, the six-man tag match, gee, I'm going to delve into a little bit of my arsenal. Six-man tag match. How many fucking six-man tag matches can we witness on Monday Night Raw? For the love of fucking Christ. As a fan, you want to see difference. You want to see success. But no, we get saddled with okay, here's Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins for the umpteenth time during season off because Lashley, Corbin, and McIntyre, you can't separate because God forbid if you put them in a separate match or separate style of booking we're all going to die. Different. Oh my God, that word does not exist in WWE. They gave us what we wanted at Mania 35, but now the question marks are starting to rise up. Why in the bluest of all hells, Lacey Evans versus Natalia? So you're telling me that what Natty did, Lenny, was a favor to Lacey Evans from a business perspective? Yes. I, I don't, Granny, Lady Lynn, jeez. Lacey Evans gets pushed to the front of the line. I I don't agree with that, but I mean, what do I know? I'm just a fan. I mean, you know, I I'm not part of the creative writing team, you know, God forbid, but um I I feel like she needs to earn her way. Uh, she shouldn't be just pushed to the front all of a sudden like like they did with her tonight. I I don't agree with that. I think it's it's more or less along the lines of you put your best foot forward as a fan, and if WrestleMania was some kind of major bait in order to screw us, 
screw us how, I don't think you're screwing us in the sense that she's not – it's not that she's not talented. Because I saw her in NXT and I saw her in the Mae Young Classic. I'm not saying she's not talented, but my God, you put her – a young talent, you're throwing her into the fire and see how she does. There's no doubt that it's going to be a good match between Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch. However, the doubt in my mind is, you know, her, the Iconics, the Iconics are the last remnants of what the Diva era was in WWE. And I'm sorry, but pulling our strings like this, um, I am glad, you know, we got rid of Lesnar as a universal champion. I am glad that Becky won the... Raw and SmackDown Live Women's Championship. I'm also glad that Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship. All victories that I'm sure we were all hoping for. I, I, I for one, was overjoyed to see Suplex City burn to the ground. <laughs> Amen, sister. Me too. <laughs> right along there with you. <laughs> right along there with you. You know, I was nervous, Granny, because that was the that was the first match on the card, and I'm like, I hope and pray that they do not do us really bad, because if if one match goes wrong, I will get up out of my seat and I will gladly take an Uber ride back home. That's how I felt. I'm sure that. I'm sure that there were probably a million other fans who felt your same sentiment. Mm-hmm. Exactly, my exactly. Because <laughs> um, you know, Charlotte had a really cool entrance. I'll give her that. And um, you know, it was the, it's WrestleMania, so you know they're going to do it big. I think, Granny, the funniest thing was if there wasn't a big yellow light blinding us the whole time for Randy and AJ's match. It was actually a decent match. And I found it funny on Twitter because, you know, hey, I'm glad you guys were more interested in the big yellow light instead of my match. By the way, we had a fucking awesome match. It was funny because he acknowledged us, Randy did, and, um, you know, it was it was fun. WrestleMania was fun for the first time. Not just the opening matches, but... Um, the whole thing, like it was from top to bottom, the five hours and thirty-four minutes or whatever it was. I didn't pay attention to time length, but uh, you know, it was fun. That was the key word, and now I, I think that slowly but surely, my question marks and my concerns and my comments aren't going to, you know, just dissipate and disappear. Because tonight's show was evidence that, you know, you have to piece together what you're going to present to the fans. And Bailey and Sasha were no longer to be, nowhere to be found. So does that mean they'll be on down live? I don't know. Does that mean that Ember Moon is coming back from injury? I don't know, dude. Like, you're asking me questions that I have no answer to because I have to, like, all of us. Watch the show in progress. I love. I like how you know. Oh yeah, I forgot. Because <laughs> one fan pointed it out, Lana's kind of uh, 
from the Divas era. She can't really work, but she can valet. The Iconics don't look like workers, but they did in NXT. They worked fairly well against Asuka and whatnot. But I guess what I'm trying to explain to you, my friend, is I have questions and concerns because that's what all of us have is like is tonight show an indication of how things are going to be run? We it's can only head. hope yeah. not. Yeah, because the War Raiders, Granny, like it's not just the name; it's the fact that they're the same. They're the same tag team, literally, from NXT. The Viking Experience. Okay, that sounds in my mind like. <clears throat> the experience you would not want to have in the bedroom. Because I don't think, I don't know about you, but I would not want to wear a Viking helmet, okay, <coughs> with with wigs and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's just what ran through my mind when I heard the Viking experience. I was like, what a really bad porn flick. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Come on! You're trying to tell me that... Oh yeah, because they have war paint on their Vikings. No. They're the War Raiders in NXT. The name is not... Yeah, okay, it is kind of a big deal because then that impacts how the fans who don't watch NXT know who they are. Um, And not just that, but okay, they put on a good show against Ricochet, Aleister Black... I believe there was an eight-man tag match that I wanted to Zach see. Zack Ryder um, and Kurt Hawkins. <coughs> Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins was the was Ricochet and Aleister Black's partners in that match. Okay. And it was it Bobby Roode, Ch- Chad Gable, and the War Raiders. No, okay, no, well, it was no. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable wrestled against the Usos. You see, I'm already forgetting matches. See, that's why I said, folks, Cluster is as Cluster does because it makes good old B-Train forget. All right. And see, if you didn't have us two lovely ladies helping you along, B-Train, you would be totally lost. (laughs) I see. You see, I I believe, folks, that is why. There's a good reason why I forget. It's because when you book matches like that, they're like, well, you should just follow along with the show. I try, but then I tend to either think, okay, I can remember all of this if I don't write it down. No, I can remember this if it was like you were trying to implement too much of NXT. No, I can remember this if Raw wasn't three hours long. That's the length of a pay-per-view, almost. The main event, let me touch on that. You know, Granny, Lady Lynn, Oren Corbin is <laughs> just, as bad as, just as bad as Shane McMahon with entrance. Yes. My God, my God, former active general manager of Monday Night Raw. No. Well, touching on the story of, you know, touching about Boring Corbin, I have a funny story to share with the both of you tonight. 
You know, Lady Lynn, I help with a podcast called Attitude Era Live on Monday nights with my good friend, the icon, and Big Swing. Big Swing's in New York, Icon's in Fargo, North Dakota. And it was kind of funny, uh, Big Swing's actually on vacation this week. He's doing some other work, but he's down in Tampa, Florida. So he was did the show, helped do the show from Tampa, Florida tonight. And it's kind of funny, he said, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if we could get Granny ringside tickets to like a Monday Night Raw or possibly even SmackDown ringside seats where she could give the what to to boring, you know, to, to Corbin, you know, talk a little smack to him. And I said, oh, my God, would I not love that? Because I absolutely <laughs> despise that man. And he said, you know, he says, I wonder who the hatred, who has the hatred more. Granny has a hatred more for Boring Corbin or Icon for Kevin Owens. I said, well, I think Icon's got the more hatred for Kevin Owens than I do for Boring Corbin. But it's a very close second. <laughs> I mean, I just despise Corbin. I can't stand the man. <laughs> but he he, he just thought that would be very interesting for Granny to get ringside seats to you know uh, a Monday Night Raw or SmackDown and just you know talk a little smack to Corbin and I said oh my God would I absolutely not love that I said I'd have to stop and think really what I wanted to say to that man but I'm sure that if I thought about it long and hard enough that I could probably come up was something really, really good to say to Corbin, you know. Because see, Lady Lynn, I, B-Train has been at uh, wrestling shows over in Oklahoma with his good, with his brother, Kurt Gannon. So B-Train has actually seen Granny in action. B-Train oh. has seen me, has seen me give the heels, you know, uh, I could talk some pretty good smack to these heel wrestlers that I know. I mean, I can I can give them the what to and tell them what it's about and, you know, kick butt and take names later as the old saying goes. But uh, so <laughs> be trying to see Granny in action. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I would like the, I mean, if I had the opportunity for that to happen, of course, I would like the both of you to be at ringside with me right there so we could all give Boring Corbin a lot of grief, you know, so. Yeah, but Granny, you forget we might fall asleep before he gets to the ring. My God. That's true. That's true. That's true. We'd have to bump each other and say, hey, wake up, wake up, wake up, you know, but, um, (laughs) you know, or or give me some really good strong coffee or something to keep me awake, so. I thought it was, you know, Interesting that <clears throat> they all look surprised to see AJ Styles. Folks, look, AJ Styles in the six-man tag match. Yeah, sure. I thought it was going to be Ambrose. I don't know what's going on. I've been speaking of the Shield. I don't know what's going around the surface of the Internet. There's been different various reports of what the deal with Ambrose. Honestly, folks. Again, I don't peek into the locker room and say, hey, you know, I think uh, Dean's going to be there tonight, blah, blah, blah. At this hour, he's going to be for sure on SmackDown Live. If that's the case and the Shield is a thing on SmackDown Live, great. But if not, then uh, what I'm going to respond to this question is, do you think the Shield will still be intact? I don't know. 
I've read so many reports that he's not leaving. This has been one big work. Um, there's so many talks about him going to AEW. Again, I tend to stay out of office politics until it includes me or my brother, Kurt Gannon. <clears throat> but tonight, Six Man Tag ended up, you know, with AJ Styles. There's a bunch of flurry of moves, a waterfall of moves, whatever you want to call it. Roman Reigns hitting the spear. Seth Rollins hitting the curb stomp on Bobby Lashley. And then AJ Styles hit phenomenal forearm. One, two, three. So all the people that were transferred from SmackDown Live, almost all of them got victories. And that, you know, it can either be a question, comment, or concern. It's like, okay, so... Is this a message you want to send? So is everybody on Raw going to flop tomorrow? I mean, that's a, that's a you know good question. I don't know, man. Are they going to flop? That's up to whoever books the freaking fracking show, not me. Is that I hate getting involved in office politics unless it does involve myself or Kurt. And if it doesn't, Here's my response to that question. Do I think it's going to be the reverse of last night? Hell if I know they used to favor Monday Night Raw a lot. They still do. Uh, the roster members of them, are they going to get Are they going to get a rude awakening? I don't know. But you can rest assured, folks, that tonight I'm going to go in-depth here in about four minutes. Um, not off the rails uncensored, but before I do, I'm just going to point out, for the three hours of show, I kind of missed a little bit, well, Sami Zayn, I don't know what's going on, they're just having him at all night long to his entrance theme, and seems like Granny, Lady Lynn, everyone, <clears throat> and their mother, not changing, they just... How do I put this? Everyone and their mother to me <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. I don't know if you would call it a change of atmosphere. It's like, wow, you knew you didn't have. Power, presence, whatever you want to call it. Now they. They started teasing Bray Wyatt. They brought the Usos to Monday Night. For Monday nights, that's great. Okay, whatever. Does that mean the New Day is going to stay intact on SmackDown Live? Or are they still... There's a lot of fucking questions. Sorry, folks. Pardon my French. Oh, <laughs> speaking of French. For all the people... You know, part of, for all the people that watch the news, I feel really sad now. The uh, Notre Dame Cathedral was inflamed... You know, no more scenery, folks, in that part of Paris. So uh, prayers and thoughts goes out to the people that um, saw that happen. Sorry, folks. I tend to go off topic, but I do keep up with the news every once in a while. Because even if it's a wrestler who passed away or historical landmark that goes down, prayers and thoughts go out to our, our listeners in Paris. 
Um, speaking of international, I'm going to segue into this. It may sound a little insensitive, but you know me. To- I'm t- totally random. <clears throat> What's up, UK? What's up, United States? What's up, Canada, Australia, Latvia, Indonesia, Tokyo, Japan? What's up, my brethren and sisterhood from there? What's up, good old US of A, of course, and the people listening in Canada, of course, and all the continents. What's up, you all? I thank you for listening to moi and my craziness. So, said I got a segue into this. The granny, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, I'm gonna let you uh, listen to my show, Lady Lynn. Same thing, you, my new co-host, is going to listen as I tell you all. <clears throat> Buckle up. If you have children, please put earmuffs, headphones, earwax, candle wax. It doesn't matter. Your seatbelt, the end of the buckles, put them and jam them in your children's ears. Not me, of course. Just jam some, any object. Their toys on the floor. Put them in there. Their Legos. I don't care. Because, <clears throat> buckle up, you're about to get inside my mind, which most of you know is totally random and all over the place, but I eventually get to the point. Buckle up, keep all hands and feet inside the ride at all times. I cannot guarantee that this ride will ever end. You're about to get mm, to go on the ride called Off the Rails Uncensored, bitches. Oh, monkeys in the truck. Cue my music. Dig it. No, for real, dude. Put the index cards and hit my music. Benny, come on. I gave me the finger. How nice. Guys, 
understand that, you know, you're making up for bad booking by changing gimmick names, separating people from their groups. You know, I get it. You have to adapt in the world of professional wrestling in order to create change. Let me also inform you. Wrestling, you never stop learning, you never stop giving, you never stop sacrificing this, that, the other, all that good jazz. Um, I've been a fan, Granny's been a fan, Lady Lynn has been a fan for a very, very long time. We all would like to know where this is going because you did get rid of Lesnar for us. Okay, that's great. You did not give the championship to Charlotte Flair. Awesome. But my few concerns are why the deal with Kevin Owens, okay, there's one concern. Two, are we just making Sami Zayn somebody who bitches on the mic about the people not wanting to see him after nine months? Three, I can list them off in numerical order, but figure out off the top of my head. When you have somebody like Lacey F. It's not that she's not talented. It's not that she doesn't present a good case as to why she's not a good worker. <clears throat> well, she is a good worker. Reserved for people to say. When she beats like Natalia, you don't think Natalia and Becky could put on a good match? Even Becky said, you know, at the beginning when she was trying to respond to Natty, I knew all these underrated women would be coming after me that I would have to sleep with one eye open. Cringeworthy thinking because was mania the bait? Is that what you guys are doing? Am I overthinking things? Because can you blame me? Can you honestly blame person for asking questions? No, you really can't. And when you're pandering to an audience that's, you know, divvied up into the following categories, smarks, I don't like saying this term, some, some but marks, uh, the casual fans, and then the fans are just going because it's, it's this hottest thing now, got to ride the wave. If you keep pandering to the smarks, here's what's going to happen. You're going to lose ratings because people who actually want to go to the show and enjoy their time there, just based off one show, is it going to ruin the world? No. But my biggest concern, Lady Lynn and Granny Hulkster, is are we as fans going to have to endure another cycle of why the hell did you do this? Because it's not just the Lacey Evans thing. It's, okay, for the umpteenth week in a row, it's like we had one great book in Brooklyn. And they go to Montreal. Is every show going to be phenomenal? No. No pun intended, AJ. <clears throat> but the call-up that they had to Monday Night Raw, the Viking experience, again, what in the actual fuck? You changed their name? Okay. They didn't say a word because they are getting paid, not by the hour, but they are getting a salary pay. Do you complain if your boss tells you, by the way, if you don't change this, you know, we're not going to pay you? Of course, you, you do the best you can to do the task that's asked of you. That's everyone at every job, right? You can't just say, I don't want to do it. It's, it's 
Okay. I'm going to say this nicely. When you divvy up a group that was predominantly great in NXT, that's fine. Not really. Sanity? Maybe. Maybe. You might learn something when you don't separate a group. The result could be that fans could latch on to them, get used to them. You could have had would have had the Wyatts versus Sanity, maybe. Because with all the teasers of Bray Wyatt, you're thinking, hmm, there's a puppet and a rocket in chair tonight. Lady Lynn and I were discussing, it's like, wow, it's kind of, well, Lady Lynn over the phone. That is kind of creepy. And I don't know what else to say other than Please do not make the same mistake you made in 2017 and years back. 2018 was a lot of ups and downs. It took a minute for it to have a good show because we were still in the process of, well, cleaning house roster-wise. If you listen to what the fans, some of the, the true fans, the ones that know what they're talking about, not the ones that, I don't like this person, why you, blah, blah, blah. I think it'd be a great idea. The tweets and Instagrams do make a difference, folks. So for those of you trying to ruin it for all of us now, please understand that we have to endure this as podcast hosts because we have to report to you all lovely folk what is professional wrestling. And that is not every... Not every week is going to be a show that we go, oh, my God, I really want to watch this every week. But it can at least be a halfway decent show, meaning some of the outcomes can be heel, some of the outcomes can be babyface. I don't care. But please give us a different look other than six-man tag matches with Lashley, McIntyre, and boring fucking Corbin. Every single week, it's either, okay, it's a one-on-one match. No, it's either six-man tag, tag, that six-man tag, six-man tag. And they rotate guys in and out like a fucking revolving door. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. And after Finn Balor comes AJ Styles. So, not complaining about the talent. I'm complaining about, or not, yeah. I am complaining about the fact that if you guys go the route of putting... Lacey Evans straight into the fire Then I'm going to go The route of telling you Everyone has their Their flavor of ice cream Fans Are not going to keep Tuning in if you keep Well we gave them what we want for for Wrestlemania so now we get what we want You wonder Why people flock to Ring of Honor New Japan I don't really care for I don't mind CZW But okay Wrestling Revolver Or WFC Or New Breed Wrestling Or any of that Because You get a variety You get different Sometimes things go a little bit long But hey You know Wrestling to me Is something that I hold dear And cherish Because it's one of my passions One of Granny Hulkster's passions 
It's when a lady wins passion to to sit, to stand up and cheer and chant along with the crowds. That's some of what wrestling is about to some. Now, most people have a general idea. Tell a story. That's all the common consensus. When you watch a show, if you, as fans, watch the evolution of wrestling, I can tell you I wasn't around for the days of AWA, NWA, WCCW, then WCW. Okay, I was around for that as a child. ECW is what I grew up on. And then shortly thereafter, little tidbits of WWE <clears throat> or F. I, uh, I I can tell you from experience, I, I've been to Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Lives, Nitros, WCW Thunder, holy crap. I mean, I've been to shows where the crowd has come unglued because either Sting came out or The Undertaker or... Cactus Jack, Triple H, Harlem Heat, okay, Sensational Sherry, all of them. The Ultimate Warrior, Piper, Savage, Hogan, Flair, Bret Hart, the Bushwhackers. The, I can throw random names in because those names, they had story, the story still, Bobby the Brain Heen and Andre the Giant. The Undertaker. Those gentlemen that I just listed off, they can tell you a story without even trying. And put a microphone in their hands, they could promo all night long, and I would not be bored. Tonight's show, I'm expressing concern because if it's going to take a turn for the worse, and you put that strap on Lacey Evans, so help me God... I am pleading with you, do not, because Lady Lynn and I discussed this. It's not that she's not talented, because she obviously made it to the Mae Young Classic, and she did a wonderful you know, job of making Public Enemy number one when she was in NXT, but to push her ass in front of the fucking line, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. So Ember Moon, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan... Sasha, Bailey, they don't stand, they don't have a prayer against the man. I mean, I'm sure they're going to put on a decent match next week. But my concern is, why? Why? Because she's eye candy and she shook her ass and flaunted her tits in front of the fucking camera? I'm not going to apologize because to me... That's saying, throw caution to the wind and do something the fans don't or will not like because we're under new direction. We're under this, that, the other. Come on! If you, as fans, understand where I'm coming from, then thank you because I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating shit anymore. This is off the rails uncensored. If you get offended by what I say, then you can hang up the fucking phone or tell me on Instagram how you really feel, and I will most certainly block you if it's not within reason. But here's some facts for you. The ratings for WWE Raw are still at a cool mm, 2.9, almost 3. 
and this is million viewers. Has it raised a little bit since then? Go to Garrick.net to check the actual ratings for WWE Raw and then tell me different. Numbers do not lie. And this is right after WrestleMania 35, folks. The ratings were at a 4.5, 5.2, and back down to a 4.6. So their average was up to 4.2. So it raised a significant amount by giving the fans what we want. Do not unfollow that pattern, please. Because if you do, like I said, we have choices as fans. We can tune in and we can tune out. You're not, we're not making you money. Are you sure about that? But we're not tuning in to USA Network either every Monday or every Tuesday. <clears throat> I guarantee you, and I'm going to actually pull this up, folks, so that I can verify this. Yep, I was right. It's close to three, but not quite. And there's more than one source that can cite that. CBS Sports, Sportskedia, ESPN.com shows raw WWE Raw ratings. And it's not just the fact that Let's see here. 8.6, 10, 7.9. Oh, no, that's star ratings. <laughs> okay, yep. See, off of Garrowick.net. Ooh, we. Yep. You check the ratings, so it's Garrowick.tv hyphen ratings. And this is now from 2016, 2017, 2018. So the numbers are a little bit up in 2015. Not too bad. Okay. But anyways, aside from that, you really want to know what my concern is or my questions are? You can ask me on Instagram. You can definitely email us at WrestleRadio95 at WrestleRadioNetwork95 at gmail.com. But what I'm here to say on air is I love my wrestling like Granny and like Lady Lynn. Please do not fuck it up. You guys think that it's funny to make fun of a podcaster when the truth of the matter is who had to bend and cave and cater to fans, that was to you. So keep in mind, there are those of us who know a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. And that little bit happens to be, if you work on the other side of the spectrum, you know how fucked up things can be in the back, depending on the circumstance and the situation. Yeah, you keep your mouth shut if you work for the company. I don't fucking work for the company. And I have, you know, I'm to the point where... If things change in a good way, I'll stay. And if things change in a bad way, I have my options. I'm not going to jump ship to AEW just yet. And I don't intend to jump ship because we barely know you. Two, it's dumb to give up on just on based off one show. I give everyone a fair shake and everyone a fair chance. 
But so help me, Lord. So help me, God. So help me, anyone that's of the higher being. If you pull the shit you pulled last year, give us what we want for a couple weeks, and then on the underscore or the underwriting, read between the lines, get a magnifying glass out, folks, and read the fine print. Give the fan, give us the fans what they want. Then when we reel them in, take it or take it away. In the matter of, <clears throat> so Becky became champion. My overreacting. Why, you know, Lacey Evans? No, I'm really not. Because other than, you know, presenting us with looks and the presence, the ring presence is there, the promos are there. I'm not saying she's untalented, but my God, there's a huge laundry list of women from both sides of the fucking rosters that could out-wrestle her. Her finish maneuver, for fucking Christ's sakes, is a punch to the face called women's right. And to me, I'm not going to take that pin if I were Becky or any other female. So your punch is, you're, you're stealing a move from the big show. Congratulations. They transformed you into a corporate kiss ass. I'm not holding back, folks, because this shit gets on my nerves. You keep pushing people that probably did what they had to do to get into that opportunity, that position. I get that. But where's where's the payoff? You're going to lose fans if you keep telling them, okay, so we have this many people on the roster and we, could, we couldn't find anybody but a blonde bimbet who comes on there Act like a lady, act like a lady. She might as well come out to Shania Twain's, man, I feel like a woman. Because that's, Granny, somebody just sent me a video with a dubbed version of Lacey Evans' theme and Shania Twain's theme in the background. Oh, my Lord. I love this guy. <laughs> he uh, he said, well, you asked and ye shall receive. Thank you for that segue. Is your name really Leonard? I'm just going to start thinking of the Big Bang Theory every time I hear that name. Sorry. Um, it's just um, I don't – I'm not a fan of that. I'm not. It's not just Lacey Evans that has been a victim of this. It's not a victim to it's not a, it's be, call yourself being a victim if you get opportunity. However, it's called being a victim because now you're going to be looked at in the locker room completely different. And some people who pay attention to my show, let me explain something to y'all. I don't think that she is not talented. I do, however, think what Granny mentioned earlier it was kind of a shock that she got the opportunity that quick. And I just want to point out, folks, again, it's not that she's untalented. It's not her fault that they decided to book her this quickly for a championship opportunity. But I get the sinking feeling that if she wins, 
you gave us the message that you're doing it again, but you're doing it in a different way. As far as giving people the idea and the impression that you come your first day on the show, you're going to be victorious. Well, that's a big ass question. You know, the question of the night is so people that come from a different show can easily be put over because they want to send a message. Okay. And that message would be let's change things up by not only changing gimmick names and giving people who were barely fuck known in NXT. Yeah, Lacey Evans was a drill. Here's a little background on Lacey Evans. Drill Sergeant, you know, in the Marine Corps, one of the few women that were, you know, Drill Sergeant instructors. She has a little girl. She's a good mom. She's a good person. Not taking away from her talent, but that split-legged moonsault looks really kind of rough. It's her first time getting it. They finally got her involved. Great. With these rants, folks, I tend to need aspirin just a little bit. And I, like I said, I'm not apologizing for this one because it's fucking true. They do this all the goddamn time. They, they, they put it out there that no matter how many good talent we have in the bag, it's not the fact that WWE lacks talent. It's what they do with it. And my God, okay, I'm one for finally, you know, having the women evolve. If she wins the strap next week, that's a major step backwards for the women's division. She embodies what women's wrestling should not be, image-wise. Becky, is Becky any different? Hmm. No, she's not, you know, everyone's claiming that, oh, she's a Barbie doll, blah, blah, blah. She's just an Irish Barbie doll. No, she's not a Barbie doll. She's someone who worked her ass off and pointed out during an interview from ESPN that Ronda Rousey was crying because she could not cook breakfast for her husband due to a part-time schedule. Yeah. These are, and she said, we work 52 weeks a year. At best, we get five days of work to hopefully the payoff for the payoff to be WrestleMania, main event WrestleMania. You have someone who works her ass off and didn't ask questions. She showed up. She almost got cut, folks, in 2013. In 2014, I mean. <clears throat> she was a part of the brain, you know, being the brainchild of NXT alongside, you know, Paige and Charlotte and all them. I like her representation for the fans. So my plea to you is please do not do something fucking stupid. Because the booking tonight looked like someone, you know, just put this, they have the nice little pieces for the sandwich, you know, like the bread, the mayonnaise, whatever you like. If you don't like mayonnaise, who cares, you know. They have the meat, 
but they did not put any of the good stuff on the sandwich. It was just like an airline sandwich where you go, oh, Lord, I think i got to get off the plane and, you know, use the facilities if you catch my drift. It wasn't a totally shitty show. There was good points to it and bad points to it. One of the fun things that stuck out like a sore thumb, actually two things, the fact that Lacey Evans gets a shot at Becky Lynch this quickly and she didn't even fucking earn it to begin with. She she has one match. Wow, must be so hard to be blonde, beautiful, and bending over, showing your assets off. See, I can go D-Generation X mode into that one, but, you know, like I said, she worked hard and the May Young Classic. Obviously, she wouldn't be where she's at, right? She got to the quarterfinals and then got knocked out. She then got implemented to NXT. She got the shit beat out of her by Nikki Cross. And she was and Lacey Evans was not to be seen after that. Nikki Cross got called up. And she's slowly but surely disappearing. They haven't used Nikki Cross at all. And that's not the only, you know, thing that bothers me. Is like they realize that they have injuries and they have other stuff. They have other spots they have to fill. You know, at Monster Factory, they said, you know, wrestling is like, if you think you cannot be replaced, it's like you're just a spoke on the wheel. They'll find another spoke to replace you with. So Ember Moon was out with injuries. Nia Jax has... You know, she has to have double ACL surgery. I read, you know, from multiple sources that she'll be out for six to ten months. So, there's that aspect. Yeah, folks, see, it's been a minute since I've let loose on this side of things. But one thing's for sure. Yeah, changes are going to happen, and they're not going to stop happening. It just depends on what. <clears throat> it just depends on what changes you present us with. I ripped into this because here's the thing. Yeah, Ring of Honor has got wrestling. New Japan has continuity, and you know they have a story. They still have a story. Omega, Jericho, and all them going to AEW. It's just a matter of, okay, pick your wrestling, give you a choice. Our choices are infinite, right? So, again, my concern is you gave us what we wanted for Mania in a sloppy Joe format. It wasn't all, you know, I don't care. We got what we wanted, man. That's that's aside from the point. I'm just... Please, for the love of Christ, do not make me drop pipe palms every single week on my show because I can do it without even hesitating. It's one of my good traits that I have acquired and if I have reason, it's because <clears throat> it's been done in the past. We got what we wanted for a couple weeks, you know, in 2018. But this is 2019. 
So you're making up for lost time of bad bookings. Okay. Did so in Montreal. Of course, Montreal always gets a screw job when it comes to professional wrestling in some way or another. They don't care. I mean, they got wrestling is what some of my friends from Canada are saying. Yes, you got wrestling. That's awesome. I was least impressed with one individual. And is it her first trial run? Would I have done any better on Monday Night Raw? I'm going to be bold and say if I had good training and a way of me getting trained to that aspect and being in front of a live audience, you bet your ass I wouldn't fuck up. What kind of question is that, man? Would I have done any better than Lacey Evans? I'm not a woman. doesn't matter. I'm still in the long lines of I am a former worker. Do I know everything? No. Could I have performed better? On my first night on Monday Night Raw, I'd be nervous as fuck. I'm not going to lie. It's not just the moves. It's can you handle the pressure? There were some moments with Natty where Natty had the guys. And that's fine. But I'm going to close it out with you think you know what's best for the fans and you do it from your perspective and you don't listen to what we have to say or suggest and also you probably hear the critiques. You probably hear the annoying critiques from good old Brian Rails and Icon and Big Swing or comments and concerns and that is Please understand that if you keep throwing curveballs in the wrong direction to the plate, it's going to be knocked out of the park with criticism, cynicism, negative, you know, negative feedback. You get feedback, you think that's a good thing? I don't. And I can tell you right now, the only good thing is going for Monday Night Raw. I'd have to handpick. But Lars Sullivan's making an impact, at least. Um, the tag team champions losing, you know, their eight-man tag match. I just, like I said, the outcomes don't bother me because I know things can easily change from one week to another. But my thing is this. Please do not unfollow the format of giving fans what we want. If you want, you can give us a have the show. And I'd be completely fine with that. <clears throat> give opportunities. I'm, like I said, I'm not going to preach to you how to give opportunities to people because you obviously are WWE. Okay? But I am going to point this out. There's probably a locker room full of ladies who just were like, oh, well, she put her best foot forward. She did what the company asked of her. And then there might be those that are kind of like, hmm, how is it you got to the front of the line, dearest? It's not like Rhonda, though, where she gets special treatment, you know, and only work a part-time schedule. So that means Lacey's actually going to work house shows. That's what she did in NXT. Am I denouncing work ethic from NXT? No. What I'm putting together in a long-winded rant is 
you change gimmick names all the time. That's just a part of wrestling. Even though it sucks, you do. Um, women get opportunities all the time that you may not agree with. Lacey Evans happens to be one of those people. Am I going to refrain from what I said or retract what I said? I am not liable nor responsible for what actions come next. But I'm just covering my ass and saying I do have this right of freedom of speech and freedom of the press. And what I say, I do not retract because there is a tagline in my show that says, I can say, we have no filters, and I can say exactly what I want, and the guests that come on this show occasionally also have said right to say exactly how they feel, whether my show sucks or whether it doesn't. I still bring it home, and I still say it loud and say it proud. If you have a problem with how I run things or say things, then, you know, you can direct it directly to me at Twitter or Instagram or even Facebook. Because tonight's show told me that out of the three hours of program, thank God there was not 16 minutes of promos. They're getting better at that. However, it begs the fucking question. When they come from NXT and you tell them, okay, adjust, adapt accordingly to how things are done on main. If you don't, let's see. Enzo Cass, Austin Aries, Neville, all talented. But now Enzo and Cass may be headed to Ring of Honor. I don't know. All right, folks, I wore my own self out from ranting and raving. If you'd like to tune in tomorrow, 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 for any loves her Raiders and Yankees, tomorrow, tomorrow. <clears throat> yes. Did I lose you guys? Are you guys still awake? Are you in, Granny Holster? Yeah, still here, All B-Train. Right. All right, all right. If you want to, because Granny's balling up a fist because she's going to punch a hole through that, you know, not wall, but she's balling up her fist because she knows that eventually she's going to wear her. Folks, I got Granny something special. And see, her son got her something special, too. It's flame retardant, dart retardant, shark repellent. It's also, you know, bulletproof, missile proof, nuclear radiation proof. It's all kinds of proof. It's a Yankee and Raider jersey. It's a Granny Raider and Granny Yankee. Here you go, being delirious again, (laughs) B-Train. It is the fans listen. I always say this because, you know, she knows that we all love her dearly. Granny is also, this is just an info guide commercial, you know, infomercial. To segue from my long-winded rant, Granny is a beloved villain lover. 
And no, why, why is she even so t-shirts? I don't sell t-shirts. I just pick. I I I don't sell t-shirts. Be trained. I pick up merchandise. <laughs> and I got to share this story with Lady Lynn. You know, Lady Lynn, we have this group of guys called the Villains at WFC, and Tim Rockwell is like the head of WFC, and he's the head of the Villains, and he is known as the natural born villain. Well, mm-hmm. Anthony told Anthony, my son Anthony told me informed me the other day that Tim Rockwell was my boss because I pick up merchandise for him. So when I saw Tim at a recent show for Jerry Bostick here at World Class Revolution in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, like the 2nd of April, it was on a Tuesday night, and I was sharing this information with Tim. And Tim says, well, Granny, you know, technically, Anthony's right. He's got a point. I, I am your boss because you do pick up shirts for me. And I'm like, you know, and and he's like, working for the villains, I love it. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. Because he got this kick started of calling me Granny Villain. And <laughs> I, I, I don't like the heels. I, I, I give the heels so much grief that I, especially the villains. I mean, you know, so... I don't know where this storyline is going to end up at, fans. I, you know, there's talk, <laughs> there's rumors going around that Granny's going to turn heel. I don't foresee that happening anywhere near in the near future, fans. So, no worries there. But you know, somebody last year, Lady Lynn, made up a sign and stuck it on my chair. It said "Reserve for Granny Villain." <laughs> Yeah, and they got pictures of me ripping it up, and the expression on my face was like, they said, if that's not a villain look, I don't know what is. So. <laughs> this this lady is absolutely amazing, B-Train. You know, I don't even know her. This is the first time I've ever interacted with her, but I really love this lady. She's awesome. She's amazing. You have good yeah. taste in co-host, my friend. You really do. <laughs> yeah, you have good taste in co-host because I've had to, let's see, okay, one and one, and he, he gave me reason, good reason. That would be Fisher. I've had uh, Jake, or JR. Now, let's see, Granny Hulkster, and then Lady Lynn. So well, let's face it, B-Train. Hey, B-Train, let's face it. You just work better with us wonderful, beautiful women than you do, obviously, those guys that you had. So, isn't that right, Lady <laughs> well, I mean, don't you agree with that? Amen, sister. Preach on. But see, I just see. I just started off, I called in one time. He had me as a guest on his show before I started helping him co- with, you know, co-hosting his podcast. You know, he had me on as an actual guest one episode on his show. And then he mm-hmm. asked me if I would like to start helping him. And so, yeah, that's how that all came about. So, <laughs> All right, folks. Tomorrow it will be myself and Granny Holster, 2.30, actually, actually 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central. 
If you like to tune in, give us a call or whatever. Or you can message us on Instagram. That seems to be a popular thing, Granny. They like messaging me on Instagram. Eugenia, I guess, was – she's going to be probably looking for a, a tomorrow. But anyways, folks, tune in tomorrow. If you didn't like what I had to say, like I said, I don't hand out apologies. That's not me unless it's been forced or ordered by the powers that be. So like I said, I'm not going to hold back because I really care about the product and how it's presented to us. Dig it. So... You didn't like the show. I got a few things for you to understand, all right? It's just the way I work and operate. Talking in the voice of Macho Man Randy Savage. All right. If you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds has to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And we're going to go on down the line since Granny's, uh, I believe, yep, still on the line. We're going to get into Granny last just a moment, folks. And Lady Lynn? You didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say? Well, then call me biased. Call me a hypocrite. Call me what you will. But don't call this lady crazy. Dang, Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Hoekster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Hoekster goes crazy on you? I enjoyed being on the show with you tonight, Lady Lynn and B Train. It was fun. <laughs> All right. It was a pleasure having you. It was a pleasure having you, Granny Holster. I'm happy to have finally met you. Me too. All right, folks, that'll do her. Good night. Godspeed. I love you all. Hopefully they uh figure out something about the uh, Notre Dame situation. So That'll do her. Cue the ending. Take it. Personality, the cultural personality.